Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 9. And there are times when we are privileged to enter into some awesome periods of deep communion with our Lord, those far from the issues of the world we live in every day. But then the time always will come when we must come down from those awesome places, those awesome places of experience, and return then to the battlefield of ministry, because that's where we meet the needs of the lost and the dying world. Today, much of our world seeks only after the experiential. Sadly, much of the church is following suit under the guise of, I don't know, spirituality and worship, I guess. But the Lord's desire is for us, as for those boys that day up on the mountain, to mature in our walk with Him. A maturity in which we are not motivated and controlled by mountaintop experiences in our lives, but rather we're controlled by our passion for His calling. And that passion inevitably leads us back to the planes of reality. Verse 37 we read, On the next day when they had come down from the mountain, a great multitude met him. Behold, a man from the crowd called out, saying, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only born child. Behold, a spirit takes him, verse 39. He suddenly cries out, and it convulses him so that he foams, and it hardly departs from him, bruising him severely. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they couldn't. So now, as often is the case, the valley experiences are quickly followed. After we come down off that mountaintop experiences, those high points in our lives. As soon as our Lord and his inner circle of apostles had come off that mountain, they faced the reality of trial and difficulty. In truth, a man learns and grows in the valleys far more than he will ever grow on the mountaintops, even though we are loath to admit it. This man came to Jesus with a passion and a desperation that may easily be missed by all except the most attentive reader. Teacher, I'm begging you. He's my only son. Certainly this would be a plea that would be well understood by our Heavenly Father. This man was in a rather unique situation, one we have all found ourselves in at some point, or we will find ourselves in at some point, that place where you would do anything to correct the situation, anything to get out. But there is literally nothing you can do to change it. It's that position where you find that God is all you need because God is all you have. We often will, in our distress, go to our brethren in an effort to resolve what is the impossible. Now don't get me wrong, this is certainly a good practice, but ultimately we can be left empty 
because it's just people we're dealing with. And then we can be even more dejected than we were before. In fact, many folks become angry and bitter when their spiritual family fails to rescue them from such valleys in their lives. Many will even leave that family and often leave even the faith in their discouragement. But the failure is not in our brethren. It's in ourselves. In these situations, no one can help except Jesus. Verse 41, it says, Jesus answered, Faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. In truth, even the apostles, it seems, were in over their heads here. No matter who you are or what position you hold in God's greater kingdom, there will eventually come a time when you will be in that impossible situation. And in that day, well, you will learn more about faith in God than in a lifetime up on top of that mountain. Verse 42 says, While he was still coming, the demon threw him down and convulsed him violently. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. Well, it seems that was that. Jesus had here scolded the entire generation, in other words, all of mankind. All of the professionals, all the experts, they were of no good there. All the skilled men, all that they could muster, only earned him a scathing rebuke in the midst of his failure. Just a perverse and faithless generation. And today? Well, it's a different story, but it's the same desperation. It appears the world is hemorrhaging violence and pain, the sins of self and the sins of pleasure that's just ripping us under. Yet we're still looking to the worldly experts and modern professionals to rescue us. Imagine that. Government, science, medicine, you name it. But Christian, they can't cast this demon out. It only comes out as Matthew's account of the story records through prayer and fasting. Only God can resolve this sickness. To truly understand such a reality, a man must personally stand at that precipice of utter helplessness and cry out to an all-powerful Savior, Save me, Lord. Verse 43 says, They were all astonished at the majesty of God. But while all were traveling at all the things which, excuse me, they all were marveling at all the things which Jesus did, he said to his disciples, verse 44, let these words sink into your ears, for the Son of Man will be delivered up into the hands of men. But they didn't understand this saying. It was concealed from them that they should not perceive it, and they were afraid to ask him about this saying. Oh, yes, people were amazed. Just like now, people stand in amazement. They stand in amazement of the miraculous that they see before them. I mean, addicts recovered, drunks sobered, the incarcerated redeemed, trashed lives restored. And they marvel at the impossible that is occurring right in front of them. 
But you know, there it all stops. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com. dot